Yes, indeed, ladies and gentlemen. Episode twenty four A. Twenty four A. We're going twenty four A. Okay, twenty four A. This is stakes is high. The Black Nerd Podcast, ladies and gentlemen. I am Troy Hunter, tall black guy on the twitters and things. Um, AKA Han Yolo, AKA Ill Gates. I am Terry Gant, AKA Doc Midnight, AKA Dread October, and this is our month. <laughs> this is the month we get. And where we go, this is the month we get. We are blessed, they did, they had a month. But also. We're making the most of this month, let me tell you. <laughs> we wanted to do, well, the thing is, it's been a long time. We, we, should, we, we shouldn't have, we should have, we shouldn't have left you. But it turns out we wanted to do like a, like a pre-Black History Month thing, and then a post-Black History Month thing, just to give you just all the blackness in a month. Uh, but life happened. Right. But we are here right now because we got to, we got to give it to the people. We got to give it to y'all because right now, ladies and gentlemen, tw- this is Wakanda forever. This is episode twenty-four. Wakanda forever. <laughs> Lay it down. That ah, uh, like that. Yes, ladies and we're here. We're, and you know what? Are we going we, we, you already said spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. We're going to talk about Black Panther. Okay. But I keep looking up there. Like, <laughs> that's where the camera is. <laughs> man, this is, man, this man. Is so, like, just, I don't know why I'm doing this. <laughs> I need to keep looking here, but here, I can't see me there. So, I don't know. It's, yeah, it's freaking me out. Okay. I need a target. <laughs> I know what I'm going to do. All right, I'm going to use this orange piece of chalk. This is going to be my target. I'm going to look at this orange piece of chalk. The whole podcast. There. Okay. Orange chalk. There. It's my target. Okay. Let's speak right down to the people. Okay. Well, I mean, you just speak to the green light. Oh, the green light. Okay, good point. All right. Speak to the green light. I literally have never thought about that green light before. This is the first time, like, the green light is, like, the target. Okay. All right. I'm glad we had this conversation. We literally had this conversation. We also worked out that we are doing this as episode 24A because we are going to trigger warning Black Panther. Trigger warning. And, and, and spoiler warning Black Spo- Panther. So if you ain't seen this shit by now. <laughs> well, some people haven't seen it now because of kids and because of sick animals and things but they'll listen to this to later. at least five kids and with sick animals who've seen it okay but we thing is though is that we'll we, we can chill i mean they they right. can download this podcast yes on itunes or any other thing that you can download the podcast from um and then listen to it after they've seen the movie right so get out now if you if you delayed don't want to be spoiled run delayed gratification but we're here for you Let's let's get into this thing, man. Let's get into the thing. Give me, okay, give me your overall because you are notorious as a contrarian. Yep. Give me your overall. Just give me your little back. I gave this movie, okay, so here, here. I'm giving the movie an A+. Oh, but But it's A+, with asterisks. That's fine. And it's literally that because there are two things in this movie that are wrong. Right. Okay. And they're 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 hard for me to ignore that they're wrong. Okay. But I get one of them being one of them is wrong, but really help the character. Okay. Right. So I'm not really. I just know it's not right. Okay. And the character that it's wrong that who 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 they took away from to do this thing was still awesome. So like it, it didn't really matter. Yeah. But it mattered that I knew it was wrong. Yeah. Okay. You know. But the other thing it, was just fucking unnecessary as hell. Okay. Given the narrative that we're talking about with the culture of Wakanda and how capable they are. Okay. You know? Okay. So it's an A plus. Because the movie was awesome. Movie was awesome, right? And then, then 
of the things that are wrong, I'm going to talk about what those things are that were wrong. Okay, but obviously there were a it did couple happen. of things that I thought were missing from the movie. Okay. Missing. I mean, it may have been a four-hour director's cut that there, hopefully we well, One get. of them's a cast issue. Okay. Like in my head, why wasn't this person in the movie? You know what I mean? Okay. That kind of thing. Okay. But there, that person was never connected to the movie, so I'm just making, I'm just going to throw some shit out there. Okay. And then the fandom's going to be like, damn it, he's right. <laughs> well, oh. the fandom who knows. Wait until I get there. Okay, we'll right, right, let okay. you get there. All right, but then it's that damn soundtrack everybody seems to be so in love with. That soundtrack isn't very good. Yeah. Okay. That soundtrack is not very good. I'm, you know, the. I, I can't, mean, you can't have a Black Panther soundtrack that doesn't have Public Enemy or Rakim on it. I'm sorry. <laughs> I just don't understand how that's possible. I mean, I'm, uh, you know, y'all know Kendrick's the, the hometown kid. I'm, I'm, I'm a fan. I'm a huge fan. Yeah, this stuff doesn't fit. Yeah, but you know, well. That's a Los Angeles thing now, too, I apparently. I know, I'm saying, yeah. Um, but it doesn't go. Like, there's some stuff, um, there's some stuff it doesn't go. Now, the sound, the soundtrack, the actual music they use in the film, yeah. great. Yeah. Thematic was on point. I'm good with that. Right. But the soundtrack, the music inspired by with the, all the top dog entertainment guys, not really that Good. I listen to it. I, there's some of it that I like. Yes, like there's, there's Into the a, Stars. Is, of, Into the Stars. I really like it. That should bang. What I have an issue with though is like somewhere along the way, and this is kind of all right. Let's just jump into it. The 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 issue here with Black Panther for me, okay. right? Growing up reading comics and like kind of uh, you you get into this thing where there's a shit ton of comic books you could read growing up as a black kid in Chicago, but like not all of them are going to star black people, right? right. Like you could. You'll get black characters. I, I can list a number of great black characters that I got, but it took this long, you know, 40 some odd years to get to a Black Panther movie. And when you get to a Black Panther movie, there's sort of like, there's almost like there's no room for fucking around. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like there's no, there's yeah. no. That was the, the, kind of Highlanders. Yeah. Like, this may be the first and only movie you yes. get. Yes. So y'all better make sure this show right. up and people showed out for it. Right. In fact, so like the public turned out. Yes. Right. The the director, cast, and crew showed up and do what they had to do. Right. And they turned out an excellent fucking movie. Right. Like they gave you like the Black Panther is effectively to me. He is like all these other characters that I grew up like watching or reading about or whatever who were black. He's a great like sort of synthesis of all these damn characters without it being without that being who he is being a burden to him. Okay. Right? Yeah. Like, okay. that's the thing. The difference between Black Panther and some other Paragon-type superheroes is that these other characters are constantly sort of like... You know, all, he- like, he- burdened. Heavy, heavy yeah. is the weight that sits yeah, on my shoulders. right? Like, 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 they spend so much time wishing for something that they're not. Superman is entirely a character who wishes he were human, which is why he's protecting humanity, because he's not a human, right? Batman spends all of his damn time brooding and standing apart. Who can't, he can't let himself have a life, right? Because the mission is yeah. rid Gotham of crime, right? You know what I'm saying? Like, like Black Panther's not that dude. T'Challa's not sitting around saying, I am entirely too intelligent. My head hurts, right? Black Panther's saying, I am as intelligent as I need to be, more so. Let me go make a portal to another dimension. Oh, what are we doing right now? Someone's attacking Wakanda? Let's just go handle that problem, and let's go to dinner. Like, that's what he's doing, you know? He does that thing, you know? He's, it, that's fucking cool. There's nothing yeah. cooler than having a guy that you can look at as a hero who is infinitely capable and is not bitching about uh, it. About, like, damn, I got, you know, I... Third day in a row, I gotta if figure you're out how talented, to this thing. If you're talented, do work, right? Stay humble, do work, do you, right? Black Panther is the embodiment of that thing. 
You know, that's cool. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's what I loved about this. And I also, like, then you get into the other characters around Black Panther, the Dora Milaje, right? So they they are, like, their backstory is these are all, like, women who may have been, like, problems for the chiefs of their villages. Right. So they're sent to, like, the, the capital. They're sent to the black, the king right. to, like, you know, either... You do something with them, train right, them up. Right, right. You, you do that. And then, and then they're out of the way. Right, so what they do now is we don't. They train them for espionage and combat and language arts and like they they straight up get completely well rounded. Like any one of those Dormilaji women could have been a James Bond, you know. Go ahead, MI five, right. hire them. You know what I'm saying? Like let them go. Let them go do the thing they got to go do. That job will get done. There was no chance it would not get done. Not no chance. Not one chance. And you know what? They didn't eat the heart shaped herb. No. Know what I mean? They're just really good at what they, they do. They literally don't eat the heart-shaped herb. <laughs> you know? Everybody in this movie came in to do work. Now, now, when we get to Shuri, that's what my problem number one is. Okay. Shuri is the Who people love? Who people every, love? I loved her. Every, day, every time she was on my screen, I thought, this is making this movie for me. Right? If there was any point where the movie lagged, Shuri said something. <laughs> and it was great. Or did something and it was right. great. My problem is Shuri is not Black Panther's cue. No. She doesn't need to make the gadgets. No. no Black she Panther doesn't. makes the gadgets. Right? He makes the gadgets because they're all well versed in how Wakanda technology works. Black Panther is that smart. Okay. Right? He is he is Tony Stark, Reed Richards level, right? Right. He's smarter than Tony and maybe Reed Richards level, right? Like that's kind of the way that works. Okay. You know, Tony Stark can build a, a bomb. He can build a weapon. He can build an armor suit, right? He can do that. He can reverse engineer tech he finds, yeah. right? He can do that. Hank Pym can also do that, right? The child makes shit that's just brand fucking new. Ain't nobody ever seen it. <laughs> and then when, in, when he reveals that he did it, he says, I did it 10 years ago. I was just waiting for a time to use the shit. Like, he ain't even like, let me go in the lab and like do it. It's already done. <laughs> oh, oh, we got to do what? Where? Okay. Bet. <laughs> I, I, oh, an interdimensional spacecraft that can fly through the heart of a sun because we just need some proto matter from inside of a sun? Come to my garage. I got, well, would you get one of those? I don't know, Thursday? Well, well, if you'd have told me you needed it on Wednesday, I'd have had it for you. But, you know, like, I, what? Know, maybe I have to clean it up a little That's bit. the Black Panther, right? So in this movie, they give Shuri the role kind of, of being gear. like his like lab supervisor, yeah. kind of providing all of his gear, right, right. which I felt like Shuri's actual role is. She's his sister next in line. She kicks ass like he kicks yeah, yeah, ass. Right. That's kind of it, yeah. right? But, like, they had to kind of, I, I can imagine the situation. They had to yeah. give her something to do, so they give her this thing yeah. to do. Which means you don't see Black Panther himself doing that engineering yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah. And that kind of bothered me. Yeah. But you also, in this movie, never see Black Panther be bothered by that. Right. There's no point at which he is saying, you went into my lab and messed with my shit. Yeah, right, he right. He didn't do that, right? You know, he was just like, what you make? This is awesome. Thank you, little sister. Right. Right? You know, he respected her skills. He respected her skills. There you go. I'm you all right know, with that. There. You know, the whole, like, you know. It may be hey, wrong, but I'm cool. I got an upgrade. You know, yeah. just because, you you know, you, it worked doesn't mean you can't improve it. Right. Like, right. she laid down. He's like, you know, how about you upgrade your, upgrade your, your wardrobe? Right. And she gave him the finger. <laughs> and Angela Bassett had to say something. <laughs> And that was just like it, it was. A, it was a good brother sister kind of going back right. and forth. That, that worked was totally fine with me. That worked. That was totally great. What was the second problem you had with it? Everett K. Ross is also wrong. Uh, he's yeah okay. Bilbo is <laughs> is there the Tolkien white guy? No, he's not he, the Tolkien white guy. He is there <laughs> for a purpose. Yes, right. We as non Wakandans, right, 
we 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 need to be awed by what we see, right? If you if you're gonna show people from outside that society that society, we we need to be walking around with big ass like saucer eyes, right? Right. Because what we're seeing is fantastic and incredible and beyond the pale for what we right. would expect. The way he is saying, what kind of the third world nature? What's the big deal? That that literally is what the world would what think. The world of thinks. Wakanda. That's yeah. what they think. Now the reason he exists is because he has to be the viewpoint guy. Yes. Right. We review it through him. Yes. It's he the, does the not, speech however. Speech. Yes. He does not, however, have to be an ex-CIA agent who's an expert fighter pilot. That's some Tom Cruise shit. Yeah. Like we we don't need that. That was never necessary. Okay. At any point in this movie, that's not a thing. Everett K. Ross doesn't pull out a gat and start blasting off at dudes in the middle of a casino. Everett K. Ross hides under the poker table and is hoping he can just put some chips in his pocket. Right? Like, he's hoping he can get back to the pay window. Yeah, the Christopher Priest run is that. It's like, he's kind of like, he is the person who's who's your eyes of like, this is going on, this is all fantastic, this is all amazing, while everybody else is going along like, The Wakandans don't need someone to also grab a gun and fight or to, like, fly the fighter plane. Now, when they had him do the thing with the little flying thing, it was just for that one shot, and it was over with and done. I I want to. I just wonder if there wasn't some meeting somewhere where there was a dude in a suit who was like, "Listen, we need to have the white dude." Guys, do guys, guys who golf a lot, they need to feel like you know, <laughs> <laughs> like they matter. You know, <laughs> guys who golf a lot. You know, like, <laughs> <laughs> you know. I feel like that's kind of what it is, right? <laughs> Not I mean they need to see themselves yeah, helping out or something. Right. We need representation in this movie. But I mean, just even after Mbaku joint was like, "Yeah, you know, I'm in. I'm in. I'm in." I'm in too, and they look at him, like the entire the, the thought being you, you come right. on, B, you you don't right. need to be in this, right? This is this is beyond you, right? Right, now. right. You're gonna need all the help you can get. Eh, not yeah, really, but not exactly. <laughs> <laughs> not really. <laughs> come eh. on to the barbecue. Come on to the barbecue. That's, that's fine. This is you know a thing that I really loved. We'll, we'll speak of Mbaku and Killmonger for a moment. Yeah. Okay. Because both characters in this movie are better than they ever were in the comics. Yes. Because I, I often say a thing about um, getting a character from a comic book to a movie or to a TV show. TV shows, it's a little different situation because you have longer to do development. But in movies, the, the rule basically is any of these characters are only as good as their villains are. Okay. Black Panther has notoriously shitty villains. He has incredibly shitty villains, but he has shitty villains because effectively, if we, if we just focus on the African Wakanda part, then the way writers tend to think is that, like any character, they pull villains from your environment. Right. Which means at some point, Black Panther is going to fight the fucking Green Python, or he's going to fight, you know, the motherfucking, like, the, right. the plunderer, right? He's going to have, like, a Grodd-type dude. You know, it's going to happen because this is the, the, the way that comic book writers tend right. to, they, they kind of form an African sort of pantheon. Pantheon of, of right. yeah. It's kind of how it works. So when this happens for Black Panther, oftentimes these villains are awful, which is why it's cool in the Christopher Priest room where he also beats Mephisto. Because that ain't had shit to do with apes, right? <laughs> right, nothing to do with that at all. Or in the um, the the I think it's either, either Mark Wade or Dwayne McDuffie wrote the Fantastic Four run where he puts uh, Black Panther puts Silver Surfer on a hammerlock <laughs> because you, because you do is a black fucking panther. But instead of them being really sort of bad one dimensional comic book villains, they are incredibly well rounded with points of view that people in the audience can understand. Yes. You feel you feel Eric Killmonger's pain. Yeah. Right? You know why he's angry, right? And there's a moment that I had in this movie where and a lot of other people I know had this moment. You had to have that moment of 
at first he's just this asshole killing people, right? Yeah. But when he explains his position, position. you're like, oh. I was like, mm, bro, you're wrong, but I understand. I understand. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. All right. Well, <laughs> then. <laughs> oh, hey, auntie. That joint, oh. that joint killed me. <laughs> you know. Okay. You guys are up. That was, and you know, there've been mad think pieces, whatever. But you, some of on, them, are mad some booty. of a booty. Yeah. But to imagine, to even think of, there. I mean, he's not. That position isn't invalid totally. Right. right. It's just what makes the, it invalid is that he murdered his way. To he get murders the way he murders, right. and he does not. He, and I was talking about this. I was talking about this with other people. Just he has no long term. Right. His thing is just letting the world burn. Like, right. He is saying, now, now he, has, he has said, right, correct, because he has stated there are black people outside of these walls who are suffering, and we could do something. We could do something. You have the means to mm -hmm. do something about that. Right. You have the technology and the weapons to do something to help you doing nothing. So I would do something about that. However, you also know that that doing something means a lot of murder. A lot of it. A lot of murder. So now, okay, maybe you might have a point, but I can't. I can't, I can't follow your with business that. plan. I can't rock with yeah, that. No, yeah. you know, there's a lot of that. And Mbaku's point was simply, "Come on, dude, we got to crown you king." Well, hold on a second. The cat who killed your old man and killed that dude's old man is still walking around out here. How the hell you get to be king? Well, fucking nobody else is gonna say anything. I'm gonna fucking kick your ass. You know. <laughs> Maybe maybe it's Ape King time. You know what I mean? Like that's that's kind of where he was coming from, and it's a jerk move. But by the rules of their own society, that's yeah. literally why Forrest Whitaker is asking everybody, yeah. "Hey, yo, anybody want to step up? Because I didn't took this dude's powers away. Y'all can get in that ass right now, right? Right. You know, and no one could say anything about it. I mean, Angela Bassett can like do the crocodile tears kind of thing and shit, yeah. but like she can get down to the bottom of that river and find him. You know, go cry to him now. Like I mean, that's kind of that's the point, that's right? The thing, yeah. I kind of got that. I understood. So they were they were antagonists. I just won't call. Well, I won't call Mbaku a villain. I'm not. I will call Killmonger a villain. villain. Yes. Yeah. Mbaku was kind of it was antagonist. Yes. It was antagonist until, but then I don't want to see he came around per se. But he then you know he said I'm not doing this. Right. Ah, I see the point. I see your point because if this happens, they're coming up to the mountains and and right. getting with us. Right. And that's a problem. Right, because we've for you know we've foregone the whole technology thing. We're living, you know, we're outsiders. We're like, yo, you guys are doing a little bit too much right now. He points out Shuri, and like, you're being over, you know, your technology is being overseen by a, by a child. Yeah, and he he, he points at and he points at it, <laughs> and and the door Yep, hold it, hold it, yep, hold it, son. <clears throat> and to be able to 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 go, okay. You were an antagonist, as in you were antagonizing the fuck out of people, but then you've realized that you have a common enemy. Right. Let's join in and have huge fights. And here's the question. Did the CGI bother you? Only once the rhinoceroses showed up. I fucking love the rhinoceroses. Like, the rhinoceroses were cool. I love the rhinoceroses. But from the moment the rhinoceroses were on our screen, that was a video game. I loved it. <laughs> I loved it. Like, what in the shit are you farming rhinoceroses for? You're firing battle rhinos, dude. It's like fucking He-Man and Battle Cat. Like, oh, yeah, look, I'm totally feeding this one. He's eating. Oh, he's still growing. Ain't that cute? 
yo, I'm gonna get on this rock, blow this horn, and these and these metal plated things are coming and stomping through. Like, but yes! when they did, it just kind of looked like a video game. I, I there, there was something. But I I, it didn't. It didn't take me out of it or anything. I'm just saying that's not. That so nope, that's a fight scene in which lots of fight scenes can get that way. So and so the biggest complaint I've seen hasn't been story. Hasn't been well. One complaint is that Marvel kills off villains. To my point of to point of Killmonger wouldn't have done she, he wouldn't have lasted another movie. For this movie to really I, work, he I had would say to go. Marvel does kill villains, he but had often, to go. often well, or, Mo- but Marvel movies. He, did, he didn't have. I'm saying like he didn't have to die. He could have been imprisoned. We didn't. We don't know what Wakandan prison justice is like. You know, he could have simply been imprisoned. Even fucking the Asgardians put Loki in jail repeatedly. He just For keeps getting good, out. The good of that. Right? You know what I'm saying? Like, he, they could have done that with him. They could have simply captured him and said, listen, we just can't let you go back and we can't let you out, but we're going to treat you humanely. And then in some other movie, like the next one, you know, basically somebody busts his ass out. And he, his point is still his point. I want to use Wakandan uh, uh, technology to do this thing out in the world. You're going to hate my methods, but I'm going to do that thing. That literally can be his role. He did not have to die. But he also doesn't have to be dead. Right? Like, he's... You see him die in this movie. He doesn't stay dead. And neither and Claw in the comics, Claw's made of sound. When he's using that sound cannon thing, mm-hmm. right? That that power that he has, that that's what his body's made of. So it doesn't become obvious that that's the issue until he gets killed in the comics, right? So now that he's been killed by Killmonger, you might get Claw back. I'd rather have Michael B. Jordan, you know. But I, I, I didn't mind Circus. I was okay with that. But like either of these characters can technically come back because there's storyline shit coming up. That does involve death okay. and renewal, right? Even particularly, it looks like from Infinity War, some of that shit's going to take place in Wakanda. Yeah. So, like, if that happens, if this, if a one particular character does a particular thing, you can have Killmonger right back. You know. Eh. Okay, I I get it. And I imagine people story. want him back. So I imagine I imagine he wants to be back. <laughs> yeah. You know, want to tell you, he had a lot of fun doing the thing, and in his point of view being so valid. Yeah. And the fact that he does he change his methods? I mean, because we've already burnt, we burned the garden. Right. We burned the garden of the heart shape. Which I also don't think that's an issue either. I think you burn they burn the garden of the heart shaper, but plant people will tell you that this is also how like like forest regenerations happen. Like you you add fire, you burn a thing, and seeds fucking germinate, and and you get your shit right back. And I also think it'd be strategically fucking stupid to have every damn, the heart-shaped herb which gives the Black Panther's power is all in that room over there, right? And anyone can just go find it. Like, that's worse than like where Odin keeps all the bullshit, including like the world's most deadly fucking armor and every damn thing else, and anybody can just walk in and just pick that shit up. That's worse than like everybody who ever finds Flash's headquarters and shit. On a TV show. Are you, are, are you a member of the cast? Oh, well, Flash hangs out right there. Like, that's a thing. Like, it didn't have to be that way. Like, but that it is, you know? So, I, I don't... I, I, yeah, they burnt the shit, but I, I didn't see that as an end. Okay. You know? I mean... Because if that is it, an end... It seemed to be like a, like a plot point to go, oh, shit, you know, this is a bad thing. I think it's meant that you're watching Eric Killmonger be willing to destroy his own heritage to get what he wants. Yes. I think visually that's what you're saying. Yes. He is willing to create a literal hell. To get what he wants, or he, he he like the world took everything from me, so I'm going to destroy. The yes, world. yes. No one else, and, and now that I have this power, I don't want anyone else to have it. Like you, don't be feeding it to none of them fucking Dora Milaje and shit. <laughs> I ain't trying to have nine Black Panthers fighting me and shit, wearing like long ass gowns and throwing wigs at people, right? Like, we can't have all that. 
So I can see that's why he burns the shit. But I don't think it being burned is a problem, considering that it's a plant that is that is that is infused with vibranium, growing near the mound, and there can be other clutches of plants. Right. That's a simple writing issue. So the the one of the complaints I saw about CGI was that oh the CGI looks so bad, it looks so fake. You know, I saw the seams in the CGI where the green screen came through. Somebody's lying. That's that's a thing. <laughs> They're so sloppy. They spent $200 million on a movie, yet you can see the seams. You can. Okay. And I don't like that. But leading from the scene, it didn't bother me at all. Like, the rounds didn't bother me. The, the, the waterfall scene didn't bother me. The whole final battle type joint where, you know, they have the suits, the, the suits are getting worn off and everything, didn't bother me. Like, nothing pulled me out of this suspension of right. disbelief at all. Right. I was all fucking in. Right. And... True, I was invested, but even in other movies where, like, you know, I wanted to, you know, I want to like this movie. Like, this movie should be good or whatever, whatever. Right. There may be things and things like, why is this happening? Why are we doing this? But this, I had no suspension of disbelief. There was nothing that knocked me completely off. Or, nah, nah. Uh, there was nothing that, that threw me completely off. And the one thing I, I loved what Coogler did was Coogler gave you a sense of the expanse. He gave you like, this is like, check the city. Like the right. city is fucking nice. Yep. Oh my God, you have these really, like there's a flyby of a building. It's steel, metal, it's like, it's yep. gleaming. And there's a thatched hut yep. in it. Like, yep. that's hot as shit. Yep. You know, we get a thing of the sunset at the end. We get, and he pauses. He's like, I'm not gonna give you this big vista of like this awesome thing and then cut right to it. Well, I'm gonna look at that shit, look at it. Look at it. Look around. Look around. Now, this leads to a complaint love, I had, though. Love that shit. I thought that to show you it as a vista was cool, but you didn't see, and this is what I've said about, like, even, even depicting Wakanda in comics. It matters when the characters interact with that environment. Okay. Don't just fly by it. Yeah. Move through it. Okay. Right? right. Like, there is a point towards the end where Wakanda, where uh, Black Panther and Nakia are walking along, you know, but they're walking through like any any generic market, right? Marketplace, right. But the, the part that is sort of important about their cities is that you are supposed to be able to move through the past and the future at the same time, right? And they didn't really do any of that, okay. you know, which they could have done okay. and should have done, which hopefully, you know, Black Panther 2 through 6, <laughs> you just go ahead and get that right. Because make it happen. Right, because Chadwick got, got, got paper coming now. Like, right. Like, dude, this is like, at this point, you are, at this point, you're Hugh Jackman. Like, there's not going to be anything else without you having to be involved at some point. Yeah, probably. I mean, somebody might have their head up their ass and specifically find ways the Black Panther's <laughs> off doing something else. You know? <laughs> yeah, sure. So the, the old... Uh, I don't trust it. Uh, the, <laughs> can't trust it. Um, the old uh, Iron Man switcheroo. Yeah. Um, my man Don Cheadle. Yeah. Terrence Howard, Don Cheadle. Sure. They look alike, whatever. Eh. I mean, like that's suspension of disbelief right there. You <laughs> know they don't look alike, yet you accept this James Rose. You know? I didn't, but <laughs> I didn't think either of those actors were James Rhodes to me. Right? I'm fine with it being Don Cheadle. I was oh, fine yeah. with it being Terrence Howard. Yeah. But for what James Rhodes looked like, right. neither of those guys were him. That's fine. You know? That's that fine. that was just a thing. You know. Now I'm not sure what I thought James Rose looked like at the time. But not. Usually it's like, you know, back when we were casting movies in our heads and shit, like the prominent black actors at the time would be like Carl Weathers. You know what I'm saying? Because like, in the 80s, Carl Weathers would have been that dude. You know it would have been Carl fucking Weathers. 
or my man from Magna P.I. <laughs> it would have been that dude, right? Like because that, it was like Highlander. There's no right. other, Tim Reed. Like there, there was no other. <laughs> Tim fucking Reed. Right. <laughs> Right, that, that's big. That's basically yeah. it. That's what James Rose would have been. But now there's so many talented brothers out there who can do this thing. And now I want to get to who was missing from this movie. Who was missing from the movie? How the hell you got a black uh, Black Panther movie and she would tell the GF4 ain't in that shit? Ooh, what is that? Yeah, <laughs> she would tell the GF4 he'd been carrying the nerd flag for like ever, and that dude wasn't even. In, I don't know if he got a phone call. And I kept sure shit. We don't know. We don't expecting, know if now, 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 I kept really expecting Delroy Lindo to walk around the corner at any minute. He didn't walk around the corner. You ain't got West Indian Archie up in the shit? <laughs> what? How is that a thing? <laughs> you left Delroy Lindo out. I don't even know if Delroy Lindo's still alive. I hope he's still alive. Because <laughs> Delroy Lindo's that dude. He's you know dude. he'd have been a villain. Yes. Right? He'd, he'd, he would have had to play somebody behind the scenes trying to pull dirt in the council. Fine. But Delroy Lindo and Chimitella Giafor should be in a Black Panther movie. I don't know. I can't hate that. I can't hate on it because it's. It was. <laughs> that's another thing about the movie that, actually, that was part of the thing that we like coming up. Just there are so many black people in this movie. Yeah. There's so many black people in the movie. I gotta find out what Delroy Lindo is. Please. I gotta make sure he's still with us. <laughs> I got, I'm doing. I'm doing a well. I'm doing a wellness check on Delroy. Delroy Lindo. <laughs> we. <laughs> Thoughts and prayers to Delroy Lindo. <laughs> just in case. Just in case. Can we, we need you with it? I mean, it was just, yeah, you, there are. And he's British. I didn't know Delroy Lindo was British. I thought that dude was from the West Side. I don't lie. Delroy Lindo is still with us. He's 65. Keep, keep, keep with us, Delroy. Keep with yeah. us. Yeah. Delroy, now, now that I mentioned this shit, Delroy probably mad as hell. Delroy coming to have I can't a conversation. Think, I really can't think of enough, any other. I can't think of many black actors who publicly did not say I should be in this movie because everybody else is. A lot of people went, yo, there's a lot of Charles black people. Charles Dutton probably still protesting. Uh, I think Charles Dutton is going, though. Damn it. Wellness check. How is that possible? Because I vaguely remember watching Rock in, in his honor. What? Watching Rock. Watching Rock. Be, oh, because, like, you... Because Rock was the shit. Especially that joint they did live. They, they were one of the first people to do, like, a live show. Nah, he's still with us. He's still with us? Yeah, he's age 67. Damn. You just tried to kill fucking Charles S. Dutton. You're a monster. <laughs> Rock was awesome. Oh, my God. <laughs> On the mayhem. God bless the child that's got his own. That that song was not on the soundtrack. I'm okay with that. Well, yeah, but it was rock. Right, right, Whatever. Right, right. Peace to Charles. That's done. Right. Okay. But who is alive? Who's alive? Good. Troy trying to take him out. Good. Good. Um, okay. No rappers had roles in this movie. That's good. Yeah. That's good. Right. Not, not even a flyby. Right. I love the fact that probably Ryan Cougar probably somebody probably yo you know can I, you know let me just right. walk through a thing. No, neither, nah. neither the game. Nah. Nah. Neither the game. Nor no, ludicrous. No, Kendrick were in this movie. No, Kendrick wasn't. No, no top. Kendrick dog. wasn't. Yeah, Kendrick right. wasn't in it. All right. You wouldn't recognize like like the casino scene. I really thought that somebody would be there. That you're like, oh, that's usually where you put somebody like the game. Yeah. But then you got you. Then you had the Stanley appearance. Fuck that. <laughs> I hate that shit. It's just look. He's he's gonna do it. Hate guys. That I know shit. you do. But it's I, quick. It's like a 10, 15 seconds and you. I yeah. want the 10, 15 seconds back. Back. Damn. Damn. 
No. Especially now. Like, I mean, if he walked by in the background, he just happened to notice him, that's one thing. But don't give that man a line in the Black Panther. Give him lines. Give him lines, 10, 15 seconds. I got, it doesn't hurt. All right, if I can't I'm have moving. holographic Jack Kirby in these movies, I don't need Stan Lee. You don't need Stan, you don't need Stan Lee at all. No. Okay. All right. That's fine. I got no problem with that. It's just the fact that it's just a kind of fun thing to do, 10, 15 okay. seconds, whatever. whatever. Um, I'm really hoping, apparently there's the, the five-hour cut of this shit. Yeah. Um, there, is a, uh, there is a thing. Ryan Coogler explains how the, the casino fight scene got filmed. Okay. And he's talking about, you know, what he did. He rigged the camera to this. When he kicked this dude, we had a wire on this guy, so we right. pulled him back. Like, we're doing, you know, and he's talking about also the symbolism. Like, uh, Koye wears red. Right. Uh, Nakia wears, wears green. green, yeah, yeah. The Chadwick wear always wear black. So yeah. it's like, you know, so he's like. He we, the Pan-African flag. Explicitly, yeah. red, black, and green. Yeah. Protect with a key. Oh, God. Um, <laughs> you know where I'm going with that. Um, you're going to the east. Going to backwards. <laughs> I know where you're going. Blackwards. Uh, but it's but it was it was the symbolism. Like he, you know, some symbol. You didn't have to explain. We we saw right. it and went, oh, you know, she wears that. Right. He wears that. She wears that. You know, the whole thing. Koye wearing gold has gold rings. Right. Everybody else is silver. Like we those things which and also this the thing and this is I give him I give him credit for this and this is an attention to detail that. Very few people give a shit about. At the beginning, the kids are playing basketball. Right. There's a kid out there in an Oakland Athletics jersey. Yep. It was that's it. That is that particular jersey is a starter jersey. Starter made those for every team. They have not been in production since the mid '90s. So they made a point to go back and actually put period clothing on everything. Put, put on this <laughs> on this particular kid. On this particular kid. And I went, because I, I wanted these things, I wanted those things that was back in my high school days. Like, okay. oh shit, I remember how that looked. It was, it was raised learning, it was felt and all that shit. Right. Those haven't been in production since 95, since like 96. Okay. And here we back, Oakland, 1992. Yeah. And we got, the, I'm like, but see, I'm only one of maybe four or five people who go, in our, in our screening, in our screening, there, I don't shit. know how many people were like, from lo- LA or like I lost my shit. Yeah. No, I mean or, but just, like, this is a jersey. Because you could have gotten it anywhere. I'm yeah. okay. I see what this is a jersey thing. It's like a uniform thing. Right. Like it's cause they did them for all teams and right. it was this particular style and they did they did in your team colors and they put a patch on the on the okay. on the sleeve for every for every team. It's just the fact that this kid's wearing an A's one and they have not made these things in twenty years. That's cool. And I went, Oh and like I'm I'm like Nudging my nudging my girl like oh and she's like I don't I don't get it I don't I don't care this doesn't <laughs> affect me whatsoever I'm like but no but look at it though but look, but really God. yeah so it's uh, yeah, just really good that was just, that felt really good to me like but that's Kugler just it, he just seems to have this thing of his detail he got a lot of people around him and I really I you know on a macro level the fact that he made a movie he got huge budget they said here's he a did. huge budget. Make a movie. He made a movie that's made made its money back, and then some. Opening fucking weekend, and the fact that we hope that going forward, him and Ava DuVernay got some stuff coming coming too. That all we want is a chance. You know, all we need is a just give us some. You know, give us a chance. Let us show out. It's sort of the right vehicle too. Like I think that like the point of Black Panther is you got like Marvel has. Lots of black characters, right? Yes. But like Black Panther's the character to do this with, and it's not like 
they they go to like you know Ryan Coogler and they're like you know hey man um, we want you to do a movie uh, would you consider doing a movie about Starhawk would you consider doing a movie about like you know um, um, Hank Pym as Giant Man would you consider a Hawkeye movie right all these things he could say yes to yeah. right but to get to do this particular movie this way sort of means like can the next thing I do not be Red Wolf right yeah like th- that's don't pigeonhole me into that right shit. you right. don't I don't need to be doing that. Right, I've already got I've got skills. I've shown you what we can do, and if you just let us, let us be our creative selves, we can turn out some amazing things. Look at what we just did here, right? right? With a character who basically is sort of like his introduction to the Marvel Cinematic Universe is in Winter Soldier, right? Mm-hmm. So like in in a way, what they done was kind of like they just gave you a little bit of him, and the excitement was immediate. That you might get a Black Panther movie, right? right? Like we were talking about this shit. We were talking about this shit like episode two or three or something. Right, shit. right. So Years like, ago. like it isn't like the the fan base was lukewarm on it. The fan base was always hot on it. Always on. The fan base got hotter on it the more they learned about the process and what he did. You know, and if this is the way it's going to be done, it's kind of like man, other guys over at Marvel need to step their game up. And like the Russo brothers who were doing like a um, Avengers Infinity War parts mm-hmm. one and two, like those guys did such a good job on uh, Winter Soldier yes. that. In a way, you can see where just from a filmmaking perspective, a storytelling perspective, these guys are going to do something well, right? They're going to do that. But no one has had the actual, like, stones to go as hard into culture as... Kugler did with Black yeah, Panther. No, nowhere right. near. We're, That's the issue. We're, we're, we're taking steps with costume. We're taking yeah. steps with... He went so hard with, with, with the culture here that yesterday I was at the movie theater again. I wasn't seeing Black Panther this time, but I was at the movie theater again. I did. I saw it yesterday um, again. Nah, we had, to, we had to see Shape of Water because I owed my wife, right? So I owed her seeing Shape of Water for all the time she's gone to see Marvel shit, right? So we're there seeing Shape of Water. We're hanging out, right, after with some friends and shit. And there's a white kid walking through the theater, right, with his Black Panther mask on. Right, okay. and I saw that, and so I'm working on this. Um, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm incorporating this, seeing this into this article I'm writing that I got to turn in for the Sci-Fi Wire joint. Right, so um, what representation is is also the point at which someone who is who does not look like you looks at you and sees an equal. Yes. Right. That kid I know damn well was not Black Panther for Halloween. Right. When Halloween just passed, he right. wasn't like, my, there's a Black Panther movie coming out in November. It's going to be the shit. You need to give me a Black Panther shit on right now. And we need to go up the block and get these Kit Kats. Right. <laughs> he was not saying that. No. That kid was more like an Iron Man or Captain America Thor yeah. for, for fucking Halloween just a couple months ago. But Sunday, that kid was in a Black Panther mask, <laughs> like straight running through the lobby of this, this movie theater like. Ma, let's go. Come on. We did not get out of the suburban to be standing around here. The popcorn's getting cold. Let's do this. You know? Straight up. You know? Right. Let's do this. The kid was like, let's go already. He like lifted up his mask, like, Mom, (laughs) come on. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, representation is when somebody who does not look like you has to look over there and go, I I think, I think I'd like to be you for a change. Right? Because the number of times black kids got to go out there and straight up be Spider-Man, right? right? Who was a fine character and all, yeah. right? But, like, it ain't oh. like black kids are running around here being, like, you know, just trying to be superheroes on Halloween, and they pick all the black characters. Sometimes they're going to pick a white character, yeah. right? Because there's a lot more of them. A lot and more. And they get, they get cartoons. They get movies. They get TV shows, right? They get think pieces written about them. They get PBS appearances. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? On the electric company and shit. Right. You know, sometimes a black kid's going to want to be that dude, right? But when a black kid doesn't have to be that dude because he's got a dude as cool as that dude, if not cooler. Right. And then his little white homie is like, hey, can I be Black Panther too? 
Other black kids, now you're gonna have issues with black kids and be like, nah, nah, stay in your lane, B. <laughs> Go on, put this is, here's your shield. Right. Here's your web shooters. <laughs> Enjoy that. What kind of forever? Right. <laughs> My ninja. Alright. And then <laughs> that's what it's gonna be like. You know? No blackface. No blackface. Oh, you better be wearing a mask. <laughs> Thank you for supporting. Thank you for supporting. Thank you for supporting. If, if your mask washes off, I'm getting that booty. You know? <laughs> you know how it is, right? You are ended. That's we are what ending it is. You. That's what it is right now, right? That's cool. That's loving cool. That. Loving that. I mean, it, it meant so much. And, like, and the ladies in this whole thing, like, every time a lady stepped on, it was, like, you know, it was, it was equitable. It right. was, yo, nobody's saying, hey, you girls shouldn't fight. Nah, nah. 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 Yeah. Um, hey, you girls need to. No, it was like it was straight equality, straight just look. You know, I you know it was it was respect. Like you are gonna do this thing. I'm not gonna. I'm not. I don't feel. I feel protective of you because you're my sister. Right. Not because. Oh no, damsel in distress. Oh no, because these other ladies over here got the little like spear lock on dude's neck and like they y'all y'all good. You're good. Go on. Yeah, I'll be over here. Yeah, getting wailed on. Let's whatever. That's cool. Whatever. Whatever. That's cool. Or like the scene in a Winter Soldier, where it's a uh, it's it's um, the Dormelage and uh, somebody and Black, else Black, like Black Widow. Yeah, that's right. And 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 T'Challa's like, well, <laughs> this <laughs> might be interesting. <laughs> Move or you shall be moved. <laughs> we were like, oh, this is as amusing, as um, interesting as that might be. We were like, like, oh shit! Right, that we, was great. That was let's just keep it moving. That was that was your first thing. Like, there's a, a kind of a, a bodyguard, kind of a thing that is going to follow him around, and right. you don't fuck with it. Right, that was cool. And you know, every time Ross touched him and everything, like Koye kind of stiffened and kind of looked at him, and right. then you had this whole thing in your in wholesale where like. If he does that again, I'm pinning him to the table. Right. <laughs> does he speak English when she wants to? Right. Everybody, ooh. That was great. Like the, the little quips, the little, like, there was the, the tip. What do you think of the tip? Because you hate whimsy and your shit. I hate whimsy. But what do you think about, like, the M'Baku joke? The, hey, you got a mixtape? No, yeah, I totally have a mixtape. All of that worked, though, right? All that stuff, like M'Baku being like, I'll feed you to my children. Just kidding, we're vegetarians. Like, that was fun. And amusing. Because do you know why that was fun? Because it wasn't Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> because these characters had lines in this movie that were actual lines. Okay. Right? The whole dialogue for the movie wasn't a joke. Right? The movie had a serious tone throughout it. Right? And serious shit got serious, like, like shit to go with it. You didn't, you didn't have to have, like, you know, all right. Here comes Killmonger just like, you know, murdering his way across the countryside, but he's cracking jokes while he does it the whole way, like he's like Jim Carrey in that dumb Batman movie. <laughs> he didn't have to do that, no. right? right? So when M'Baku does make a joke, it's actually funnier because every other point in which you've seen M'Baku up until this point, he was dead serious. Dead serious. Right? He was incredibly serious, which also brings us back to the point of his own issue was an issue of honor. It wasn't an issue of evil, no. right? So it's okay that he makes that joke. It's the right joke to make. Right? It's the right joke to make because he's talking to people. There are people in the room who don't know the culture. Right? Yeah, T'Challa and Shuri and, and those guys, they know that M'Baku's people are vegetarians. Yeah. They have to know, right? But yeah. Everett K. Ross but, doesn't know. Right. And he swallows real loud. Right. And 
the fact that Mbaku is he's he laughs for like a good ten minutes. Right. Like at his own joke, like, oh my god, I can't that's awesome. And it, just, it, it worked. You're absolutely right. It told it worked. It worked, you know, hey auntie, yeah, it worked. Right. Um people had a prompt so a thing we were we uh Who are these people you talk to? So they're a con- they're a conglomerate. Um shout out to the Colored Nerd Slack, shout out to y'all because we discussed that today. And somebody I was came, yes, you were. Yeah. Uh, somebody came at somebody came at um, uh, our man Jeff. Okay, uh, said that he got some people told him they didn't like Killmonger. They didn't like Michael B. Jordan. They didn't like Michael B. Jordan because as Killmonger, they don't like him in general. They don't like him as Killmonger. Oh, I see. Okay, it says um, I don't like him as Killmonger. Well, okay. I loved and Killmonger. So, like you know, what I'm saying? If, if I had to cast Killmonger, I wouldn't have cast Michael B. Jordan. No, Michael B. Jordan. No. I like what he did, yeah, I like what but he I did. would not have cast him. Okay, yeah. but this is the thing. So it says, you know, he delivered the lines overwrought. He was too angry. He was angry for no reason. Quote, I think it was, he was angry for no reason. And so, obviously, the brothers in this... Uh, was, okay, was, did, did Jeff say these were people who live near where Jeff lives? I or don't these, know. Cause but he says... These, Jeff has run into these, these kind of situations the, before. These were the opinions of, he says, of... I don't know if people he worked with or people he was around, um, and yeah. they were mostly Caucasian and a few Asian, uh, few uh, Asian uh, right. background uh, type cats. And so we took that time to kind of needle into that, but just the fact that for the most part, black people loved Michael B. Jordan, what right. he did, but the thought being that. Most of the pushback he got from people who were uh, African descent was because he was black. He was African American right. black. Right. You know, he was sup. Like he was very right. much. Right. You know, Oakland kid. You yeah. know, my dad's gone. Blah blah blah. And like, well, he's to- acting totally different than the rest of everybody else who's kind of stately and right. you know doesn't you know puts G's on their you know, on the, on the ends of their words. Right. And enunciates, you know. But he's like, so, no, you know, you like that math? Now I'm just feeling it. Like, ah, hmm. They didn't like that. There were a lot of people who didn't. And I didn't, so, so Jeff something I didn't get. So, and Jeff is, Jeff is probably a not, knowing Jeff, he probably didn't want to be like, bitches, check y'all privilege and sit the <laughs> fuck down somewhere. Right? So, Jeff had to ask, you know, certain people who were close to him. Um, how, he, how they felt about it and everything. So Jeff loved Killmonger. Like, see, the, the, the consensus in the group loved the movie, right. loved the characters. And fuck those dudes. But, yeah. yeah, but pretty much fuck those dudes. Right, I get it. And, and so here's the issue, right? The issue is then that uh, people are also going to watch this movie who are not like black people and who aren't steeped in black culture and who aren't steeped in black history, right? And and sort of like the, the, the attitude of... of what it takes growing up black in America. And what they want to see is they're, they're, they're safer, right? They're more comfortable seeing images of uh, black people if it's effectively Barack Obama 24-7 a day, right? Like 24-7. If, if, if what we constantly show them is a sort of measured blackness, right, then that's something that they can deal with. But when, when they're shown someone pushing back, right, vocally or physically, yes. then it becomes... That's an issue. Now I don't understand your point of view. 
and I should be made to understand your point of view. You should meet me halfway so that I can, so we can have common ground. Can't we have a discussion about these things that might be angering you and that's not shown in this movie? And that's bullshit because if you literally are listening to the character, he is telling you every step along the way right. what his issue is. Right. Right? He just laying out the plot. Just in backstory alone, he's telling you he's pissed off. He is you, you know what his issue is or what he's willing to do about these issues when it is explained to T'Challa what Eric Killmonger has done growing up to train himself for this moment. So there is no point at which you ought to be looking at Eric Killmonger and going, I don't, I don't understand. I don't understand. All right. You don't understand because you effectively, what you want is Kylo Ren. Right? <laughs> That's what you want. You want to know that he's just angry because he's angry, and that's a problem. You get to not like him because he's petulant, right? Eric Killmonger's not petulant, right? <laughs> At all. He, that, that's not his problem. That's not his <laughs> issue whatsoever. Eric Killmonger plans, right? He planned to get that to, to get the vibranium. He planned to even he grab that little mask. I just like this right here. Yeah. There are times in which he's just like, yeah, I'll 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 go with this, but my plan is working. Right? He did what he had to do to get a ride to Wakanda, yes. effectively. He had a huge, elaborate plan. Right? In movies like this, the only time you see a plan that damn elaborate actually pay off is in Dark Knight, when the Joker does a bank fucking robbery right? just to get to some dudes <laughs> whose money he steals he doesn't even want. Right? But he needs to get to those dudes. You know? like, that's kind of why this is. You know, like you, you don't, you can't look at him and, and hear anything he says and then go, I just don't get it. I don't get it. Unless, unless you, you don't purposely unless don't. Unless you don't want to get it. Unless you don't want to get it. You're not right. listening. Right. But, and but he's very all, overt. He's very overt. Yes. Like, this needs to happen. Right. Like, what? Like, right. this needs to happen. Like, he's very overt with it. Right. Like, you, I got it. Why does everybody else get it and you don't? Right. What is the comprehension kind of lapse here? Right. The, uh, for me, I think I haven't encountered many of these people because... Most of these folks aren't going to bring it to me like they'll bring it to Jeff. <laughs> but um, I also think that since I've seen the movie, I've largely just been here at, at the shop. Here at Third Coast Comics, 6443 North Sheridan Road. Boom. Um, so being here, most people walking in the door are already comics fans. Right. Right. Who've either seen it or they haven't seen it. But if they've seen it, they're excited. If they haven't seen it, they're going to see it. They're going to get excited. Mm -hmm. Right. There are not many people who are going to come here and try to, like, intellectualize with me about how they can say, this is just like any other movie, isn't it? Right? Which really what's happening to Jeff. Someone is coming to Jeff at work or on his block and wanting to say, but can't we just have a movie conversation about this Black Panther thing? Oh, that Killmonger. I just don't know. You know? <laughs> no, no, no. No, it's not that. You know? And Jeff is probably like, if it's in the neighborhood, he's got his kids with him or something like that. And Jeff can't turn around and just be like, shut the fuck up. Right? That's not Jeff's way. That's not Jeff's way. Right? But Jeff will rage about it internally. Yes. And he will rage internally. I mean, Jeff, he might rage external. I've seen moments well, I in mean, which you know, somebody gets a, No, no. I've seen, like, literally, I've seen Jeff respond to some idiots, like, in person, <laughs> and, and be right about that shit. Jeff can do it, but it's hard to do it at work. Drew. You know, if it's at work, that's a difficult situation. Need that paper. You know? Right. And also why I'm not calling people colonizers at work. Because I need that paper. Hmm. I might call a few people colonizers this week. Because you can. Okay. Do it because I can't. Okay. All right. Let it be known. Tomorrow, someone's getting called a colonizer. <laughs> because I cannot call people colonizers at my job. <laughs> what do you want there, colonizer? What do you want? Right. No. Have you tried unplugging it and plugging it back in again? Oh, Jesus. <laughs>
Mm-hmm. <laughs> Colonizer, is the disc still in the disc drive? <laughs> yes, you just uh, try. You should do this. No. No, because I want to keep my job. Okay. Who's the person at your job you like the least? Get that guy to do it. I like the people I work with. Just people I work for, idiots. Nah. Nah. No. What about that one guy? He left. Oh, okay. All right. See? That, that there was <laughs> diplomacy, y'all. That was diplomacy. <laughs> <laughs> so. Um, let's see, story, like, I, I know, yeah, see, story-wise was fine, and yep. it didn't lag or anything, it did, nope, it kept along at a pretty decent pace. Its soundtrack was Missing Public Enemy and Rakim. <laughs> Which are essential for the culture. James Brown wasn't even on the soundtrack. No, James Brown, James Brown, you wanted James Brown? I'm not saying I wanted James Brown, but there might have been some older generation folk who might have liked, like, some old classic, like, fucking R&B kind of shit to be on the soundtrack because exactly. remember Black Panther's created in 1966. That's he's true. created in 1966. He's had like several runs of a comic book. Tyler Hesse Coates is writing this shit right now. Like at some point to me you get a Black Panther movie and you're going to do a soundtrack and I'm not even a soundtrack guy. Yeah, I don't because the music I tend to listen to don't get put in movies. Right? That's just a thing. There's not a whole lot of like that superhero happens. joints that are going to be like you know where's that Swedish symphonic death metal? You know? Not a lot of that. <laughs> right. Some of that, right? Oh, when stuff, yeah, when things are getting killed a lot. Yeah, they used, sure. They used well, at least right. they'll 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 Different. play the a riff. Yeah, but yeah, right, right. You know, but okay. when the soundtrack comes out, usually the soundtracks just stay whack. So, um, I felt like you could have done a a selection of music that incorporated the history of the yeah. people. Yeah, you know what I mean, like okay. I, th- that just felt like it was just missing a little bit and could have had a little more thought. Only the only reason I think about it at all. Now, so don't get me wrong. The only reason I think about it all is because of the number of people who've been coming to me talking about the soundtrack oh. and wanting me to hear it, right? Like, a good friend of mine put me up on it, and I actually discovered there are some good things on it. Like, yes. I like yes, the, the, the Kendrick joints. The stars, there's a couple of them. Yeah, the a couple stars. Of them. There's, yeah. a, there's a Vic Mensa thing on there. Not, not Vic Mensa. There's a, um, the other guy who's like Vic Mensa but ain't Vic Mensa. His shit's on there, and I kind of liked it. And... Uh, there's a, a, a Run of Jewels journal yes. that I thought, okay, that works for me too, right? There, there's modern stuff on it that's cool, mm-hmm. but historically I thought they could have done a few more things. Like, where was my fucking, where's my bop? Where's my hard bop? You know? Where's my Charlie Parker? Yeah, I'm going to be that guy, right? Like, that damn guy. it. You, you come here in 1966 with a dope-ass superhero, and we get a soundtrack, and all this soundtrack got to be cats but, making hip-hop just for the last six years? Fuck that! But... This is not a 1966 movie. It is and it isn't. That is where I have an issue. Okay. Yes, it is. The entire point of Killmonger is Killmonger's father couldn't watch this shit happen anymore because historically he'd been here on a mission and he'd become a part. It kind of got into him a little bit. He's watching black people in America get fucked. And he's saying we have the power to do something about this. A real struggle is happening out there. Right. Right? He gets killed for it. Right? And, and to him, he's got a Jim Crow. He's got a slavery problem, a Jim Crow problem, a civil rights struggle problem, a 1970s fist in the air ass problem, and here come the drugs. Right? Like, he's, he's seeing that shit from the way we live that shit. Yeah. So I kind of feel like it is a 1966 movie. Ryan Coogler? watching you 
you know. I get. I'm okay. not that dude, but it, but that I part get. is there. It's there. I get you because right. that's that's the history of the character. I yeah. get you. Or you know. the history of what's presented as Killmonger's point of view. Yes. And if that's going to be Killmonger's point of view, then I would say, how about representing the thing that that the, the soundtrack for that narrative? Okay. You know, don't don't put the soundtrack so, in it for the murder and the terror. Yeah. <laughs> that is. I mean, Killmonger. But, at, but at the point, you know, like the point we pick up ninety two. Yeah. You know, if he's been there for years, yes, yeah. that's fine. Um, uh, he's been there long enough, at least. He's been there long to enough. Get, to, to, to basically go native and have a kid. But we've also been presented with the fact that he's so claw, he's gotten called some shit and called, yeah. blew up some shit that yeah. impacted, um, oh boy, um, dude who's all about, like, yo, let's. If you need me to the the, the blue the rhino people, oh uh, Wakabi uh, Wakabi, yeah. So we're going to like yes, I'm with you. If you want to go do that, I'm with you. Right. If you want to go clean up the world because you know what refugees come here, they bring their problems. Right. A very insulated, isolationist kind of thing. But says but we can go out there, whoop some ass. Right. Like no, that's not what we do. He's like, eh. And then he's disappointed when Claw isn't the one in the body bag. Like right. Oh. oh. But then dude shows up and shows the exact person who needs to see it. Right. Like, oh, me and you, we got. Right. We got issues. We, you know, me, and you, you know, we we can be the, you know, you killed the dude I wanted, to, you know, that that guy couldn't deal with. Right. Okay. What you know? And that guy point? couldn't deal with it because it was a political thing. Like to yeah. him, there was other shit going on. There was other shit going on. <coughs> we gonna get there. We'll get Claw. He said, we'll get him. We didn't get him this time. We will get him. Well, when is when well, is when is it my time? Right. We're going to go hard on the dude, like, you know, because your father got killed and shit. Right. You're the king now. Right. Right? But, like, my, what, what's up? You know? Like, that's what he's saying. I get it. The thing is, so this is the question. How does Wakabi get dealt with? Because in the course of his movie, Wakabi's disagreed with him on policy, which yep. is one thing. Wakabi basically sicked his army on him. Yep. Which is a thing. Called the rhinos on him, which is a thing. And then basically had... Basically had his girl dead, to, you know, not even dead to rights, but his girl was like, look, you know, yes, I will off you for the country. Right. How does Wakabi even, how, you know, he's part of the council, yep. so he's there, he's got to be there, that's fine. But part of the comic Black Panther is that he knows how to deal with the dude, like he's thinking ahead of him, like, you're going to do this, I'm going to do this, you're going to do this, it's a chess game now. But in terms of movie, in terms of story, how else do you deal with Wakabi now? So this is the part where we don't see Wakanda injustice. We don't see humane Wakanda injustice. We don't see a trial that is a proper kind of trial. We don't see a thing that isn't brutal and barbaric. And I think we should have seen that, right? Instead of these damn, to me, the, the whole point of the after movie scenes should lend something to the film, the context that yeah. you just watched. And instead, they're complete bullshit they're because they're the other Marvel shit and they're all like half fucking done, right? I hate them. They would I just... hate the after credit scenes in Marvel films. But this is a good chance for you to see. This is, again, how you set up shit for this franchise. Yeah. Right? We need to see what kind of injustice, right? And the thing I'm talking about where Claw or Killmonger don't have to be dead could have literally happened in an after credit scene, right? Wakabi can be sitting in a cell, you know, just waiting until a period in time in which he's out of that cell because he does come around. He comes back around. And the, the, at the one point of, of a spear, yes. He does at the point <laughs> of a spear, but the thing about the Wakandans, though, the thing about the Wakandans is the, the Dormelage and the council, everyone, they're loyal to the country. 
Yes. It's what's best for the country. Yes. The king's simply the head of the council. Yes. Right? So it is not the king said it and we must do it. It is we're the council, we rule here, you're the head of the council. So there has to be some bit of like sometimes a revolution happens because we actually literally believe you're in the wrong. Right? We think you're wrong. There's a way we would handle this thing, right? Wakabi wouldn't be like, let's go kill Claw if that's not a thing Wakandans do. Yeah. Right? Black saying, Panther wants to go if, do if it. If you want to go do it, like, I yeah. want to be there. I want right. to be there with you, though. Right. <clears throat> when Killmonger comes in with, a, with an argument for his, with a case for the throne, Wakabi's with him because he's got a case. Yeah. You know? That's some dirty shit that went down, yo. Yeah. And then, like, wait, then your old man just came back and sat right the fuck down, dude. We've been live for a long time. That's, an, that's a legit case for revolution right there. So when the revolution's over and it fails, does Wakabi get dealt with, like, dealt with, dealt with? Or is there another way to deal with that? We just don't know. We really don't know. Now, how comic book Black Panther's dealt with this kind of shit before? Black Panther has dealt with people attacking Wakanda, like the Submariner, by dropping them into a hole in another dimension and leaving a bomb on the planet to blow the whole damn planet up with Submariner on it. But he wasn't Wakanda. So but how does Black Panther? Hey, I'm Wakanda? just saying. I'm just saying. I know, but that's yeah. That's name. Comic that's, book that's, Black that's, Panther. That's, well, but he, he but he'd also attacked, right? Like he right. he'd done some shit, right? And Black Panther was simply saying, "I've been waiting for this moment," you know, and straight like double crosses him and leaves him to die. And, you know, like, he did that because that's what he does. You know, ha-ha, I wear this whole full face mask. You couldn't see me smirking at you the entire time, you bitch, you. <laughs> right? And then he fucking lets him, blows him up. Like, that's a thing. Like, so he ain't okay. like somebody, he ain't soft like that. Right? He's hard what he needs to be. Okay. And he's just what he needs to be. So the question is, we just didn't see it. But just because we didn't see it doesn't mean it didn't happen. So this is the, and, and piggybacking on that. So because we didn't see it, it didn't happen. Apparently there was a scene that was either cut out or they said they filmed it where it could have been Okoye flirting with another member of the Dora Milaje, which would kind of tie into the World of Wakanda books. Sure. And it says, well, because you didn't include this scene, you could have gotten a little bit of some LGBT representation and didn't do it. Right. So... Personally, my thing is that would have been great. Yeah. Maybe it's on the three, four hour thing. It just didn't make the cut, you know, for whatever reason. I feel like the reason you include this is because most of the people sitting there in the movie theater don't read comics, right? So they don't know this is possibly in Okoye's background, right? They don't know this is possibly who Okoye actually is. So they don't know it exists unless you show it. Right. So okay. for you to know it exists and then you don't show it means this is the one chance to get uh, representation for the LGBT community that you completely, therefore, made some other choice. Right. Okay. You filmed it, meaning right. you knew right. it was important enough to film. You spent days doing it and then somehow didn't get that in there because we needed something Whatever. else in there. Or you didn't want to have a movie that was two hours and 20 minutes long. I don't really know. Right. But this is I can see people having an issue there like because they know. The, the Dormelage don't have 40 years of history in comics. No. Right? They've got this particular run of Black Panther and this run of Black Panther. Right? That's all they got. Right? They don't have... Well, we actually went to the story. We're yeah, actually, like, right, right, right. Instead so, of them being there, it's right. like, hey, let's actually focus in on these two. Right. And, like, what are they, you know, where they came from, what they're thinking about, right. what they... All that kind of stuff. Yeah, so we're not... 
we but can the, we can infer we can we can infer about Black Panther things that he would do based on an appearance in a Fantastic Four comic or nine, uh, an appearance in an Avenger comic or four hundred, right? The the Jungle Action Run, the Black Panther Run, the Black Panther Run, and the Black Panther Run, and the Black Panther Run, right? So you can do all of these things, right, to get Black Panther points of view for shit. Right. But for the Dora, you only get like. Some things, maybe, yeah, you know, and for those things, those three things, which is like the the priest run, you get the priest run, you get the coats run, you get the coats of Roxanne Gay run, and you're done, right? So somewhere in there is some shit that is important for them that you probably should have included because let us be well rounded here. We are this is about representation and inclusion, what everybody loves, right? right? And I know well, there are people sitting in the theater watching this shit who like, we are not a monolith, we're not a monolith, right? We are we are a we are a vast and varied people. That is true. So get it in there. There, I would say that. No matter what the church people say, get it in there. Damn it, it's in the culture. Okay, it's in, yeah. Right. I mean, I get it. It's just yeah, it, it it came up, and the people who thought it should be in are like, yeah, I like the movie, but. And we all have the we all have the butt. Like you know, I like I the movie. Like my butts are just stupid. Like I, I realize that the butts I have aren't butts anybody else is gonna have. I'm fine being off of my limb like that. No Delroy Lindo's a crime. You know. You know who else was in the movie? My man from uh, New Orleans who was in The Wire. Uh, what the hell's that dude's name? Um, 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 you know who I'm talking about? Man from New Orleans. The, oh, the the detective whose name I'm not remembering right now. But he's awesome. I'll show you. Oh, um, Wendell, Wendell Pierce. Oh, yeah. Well, what have you done? I don't know. We're what? not just trying. See, that's the thing. We're not just trying to find. Like, I am. <laughs> not just trying to find <laughs> roles from random black people. Like, <laughs> not random black people. The best random black people. Look at that dude. I know who he that is. dude. Yeah. That dude's a rhino farmer. That dude's a rhino. That dude's farmer. a rhino farmer. Hell yeah. Look at this headshot. Look at the headshot, America. Look at that. You telling me that man don't belong in a Black Panther movie? He belongs in a Black Panther movie. Look, I'm taking it to the people. I don't know about you. <laughs> you know what you're trying to do here. You can't, we're not just trying to, and then if they did invent a thing for him to do, he I don't, had 20 seconds, 30 seconds of screen time. But he would have been in. <laughs> Residuals. <laughs> right? They better not put me on casting for this next fucking movie. Let me tell you. <laughs> they put me on casting for this next fucking movie. I'm calling everybody up. I'm going to have a plate of fucking Hecky's wings going around the block and just like lining up black actors as far as the eye can fucking see. I'm going to get half the cast of The Wiz to come out of retirement and be in this shit. You know? You, you think I won't? Where's my man? Come on, man. Why wasn't that man in this movie? That's what you would tell the Gia for. He, he was in Serenity, the Firefly joint. He yes. was the fucking assassin dude. Come on, man. Troy, don't be a hater. I'm not a hater. Troy's a hater, y'all. Yeah. What? How can you call me a hater while I'm just merely saying we can't make up because then comic book purist you would have been, this character wasn't necessary. I would have said somebody wasn't necessary. But I'm adding Delroy Lindo. That's addition right there. 
All right, I'm good. Anyway, all right. Um, Anything else? No, let's see. Soundtrack, story, characters, um, lasting cultural impact. Like I said, if you, you know, if your kids want to, you know, I, I've been privy to a number of, of black kids. Peace out of Lord. Um, He's got to get the little man off the bed and wash some mad dishes. Word up. Peace my man Al. Also, you can go to Troy and Al, draw some shit on uh, Facebook. We That's the thing? We have a group, yeah. All right. Me and Al draw some shit. So Thank my man Al Lord, uh, we do the damn thing. Draw some stuff, post it up. That's what there we you do. go. Um, Everybody else been mad quiet this whole damn time. Yeah, but y'all, y'all people. I thought something was wrong with the page. Nah. Um, yeah, if you cultural impact. Um, a number of uh, white parents have called me and like, hey, you know, we're taking the kids to see Black Panthers. It's good because you guys will have to talk to them about why the colonizer quip is so funny. <laughs> good luck with that. Um, hope that works out for you. And, you know, it's like I said, it's representation. It's, it's great. Like I said, a lot of girls of all, of all races saw like, wow, that... These girls Why are the like. Colonizer clip is funny. <laughs> you know, you know, a lot of these girls are kicking ass and you know, throwing their hair at people and hitting people with shoes and whatnot, and you know, with the electrified spears. Like, they feel like, oh, this is cool. Yeah. So, if they felt like it was cool when Ray did it in Star Wars, it's triply cool when every woman in Black Panther does it. Right? Like, how's it? Yeah, it was cool. Hell yeah. You see the the clip on Facebook that's going around, like it looks like some teenage girls are like they came to the theater, like in their fucking the Dora like yeah. shit and did the, like the spirit dance, and that was dope. Was now dope. I had to imagine it was like not actually in the hallway because they were carrying spirits. The theater I go to, you can't bring weapons. Like they would have stopped you. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know where in the theater they did it, but I was glad they got to do that shit. Yeah, and good. I ain't hate no motherfuckers who are, like taking pictures in front of the sign. And like fucking no, like yeah, I'm, I'm okay with all that. This was this was a cultural event. This is something like we've been we've been waiting for for a long time. Yeah, it came up. It was good. Right. You know, no one kind of had to front like. I. This is another point too. Let us talk about like briefly the fact that it was good, which is to say, a lot of folks keep talking about like, yeah, but you know, Blade. Remember Blade? Like you know, Blade but, was like, good. but yeah. what people are actually saying here is. There is a market jump in quality, right? And, and in roundedness from, from all the movies that have come before that did star black superheroes, okay. right? Yeah. It is not like, no, you didn't get everybody and their mama and their auntie to go out and see Blade. No. And you didn't get that for other black superhero movies that have happened that I shall not name because they were ass, right? They just weren't very good. Everybody but it doesn't mean they have to not be very good. They just weren't. Right. We, it ain't like we just show up because you put black people on some shit, right? And I think Sometimes that that, I think it seems that way. Yeah, and that's why I think that, that's why I'm scared. The takeaway from this is going to be right, 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 right. Is that we put some black people in it? Yeah, you people are gonna come out. Like, but it right. has to be good though. It has to be good. In fact, it being awesome helps, and not just that. That three hundred some odd million it's made. That's not just black people. It can't be. You no, know? that ain't just black people. It can't you be. Know? There's no way. So what you're getting is you're getting black people to show up in droves. For its cultural impact, you get other people to show up out of respect for the character, and you get other people to show up because it, they they go to all the MCU shit. So it is it is kind of the right combination of things to happen for this character, right? Right? Because I'm fairly sure if you made a Sam Wilson movie as the Falcon, if he got his own film, the very background of the Falcon prevent this kind of thing from happening. 
right? You can't at this point detach the Falcon from Captain America. Captain America, right. You can't do it, right? You should have been able to do it, but effectively you spent two whole damn movies with him crawling right up Steve Rogers' ass. You know? Damn. You just you kinda wrote him that way. Damn. You know, you literally wrote you him. You wrote him you wrote him to a corner. Yes. Yeah. You you wrote him to, to be sidekick. the sidekick to Captain America. We know in the comics he was at one point a sidekick to Captain America. Yes. But you could have written him as somebody with skills that Captain America needed, right? Who did not need Captain America. Right? Like, there's the difference. Okay. Give him his own agency so that he is in the Marvel Cinematic Universe for reasons that draw him in, not for reasons that draw you in. Right? Okay. They didn't do that with him. No. Right? So now it'd be a harder fucking job to do that. And then what's he going to do? Go to Detroit? Like, you know, to, to, you're not going to get your all-black cast, you know, in a, in a Falcon movie. You're just not. The dude, the, the dude's shit is that you're going to get a whole lot of, like, you know, Avengers. war PTSD and yeah. Avengers-y shit. avengers So yeah. it is different. It is different for him. You know, but he is your other black character. I mean, does, in the MCU, are there any He's, prominent black characters other than Heimdall? No. If somebody does a movie in which Black Panther goes out and does a thing, and he requires, you know, two or three specific people, them being James Rhodes, Heimdall, and the Falcon, I'm there. That sounds but, cool. But you, somebody clown. needs to write that comic right you now. You will clown. Yes. <laughs> yes, I will. But I will be there. You will clown. You. I will. You I clown. will. I will come to the room, bring my own drink, make me a plate, and you will hear my voice. Right? I'm coming to the cookout, though. You know, you will know I'm there. This is awesome, and y'all wrong for it. But it's awesome. Yes. But it's awesome in the wrong way. Yes. Because most likely it will not be good. So make it good. That's a challenge. They've turned Man Ape and Killmonger to characters we want to talk about. Challenges but you, are but there. But you notice, no one called him Manny. Nah, you couldn't call him Manny, but that's stupid. Well, there's that. But somebody made the point, says, you know, the cinematic universe may call him Manny. What does he call himself? What right. do the people around him call him? Right. They call him M'Baku. Right. Y'all shut the fuck up now about this Manny thing. He's M'Baku. He has totem of the gorilla. In, in comics, he's and, fine being called Manny. He calls himself Manny. Black Panther's Black Panther because he's like the head of the fucking like the Panther tribe or whatever the hell with the power of the Black Panther. Of the Black Panther. He didn't just come up with a name for himself. This is kind of a title, right? And the Man-Ape thing is also a title. They can call him the White Gorilla because that's the tribe he rules, yeah, right? right? They could also have called him that, but he called himself Man-Ape. But in the 70s, everybody was Man-something. Yeah. Man-Ape, Man-Thing, Man-Wolf, Man-Bat. Those characters exist, you know? Man-Ape was one of them. It wasn't racist, you know? It was, it was dumb, dumb. Yeah, it was dumb. But not racist. You know? But now he can be in Baku. Just be in Baku. Fine. He'd be in Baku and um Shit, it's the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Every damn superhero in it takes his mask off and runs right down the fucking street. You know? Broad daylight. I don't even know why they even have masks. What's the point? Stupid. You don't care. You just want a little blue eagle wings on the side of your fucking helmet. It could be hot, I don't know. That helmet would not. Kevin America's mask is the worst in the MCU. Okay. Alright, I got opinions about this shit. Alright. All right. Really? <laughs> you got opinions? Where we at? What? We uh, an hour or so. Hour and 15 minutes? Yeah. We did good. Yes. There's an no, hour and 15 minutes know, on Black Panther, y'all. That's, you know, I thought that was pretty good. Yeah. Um, yeah, cultural impact. Like I said, well, I'm hoping, you know, October, a bunch of Black Panthers running around. That'd be cool. Yep. I'd, be, I'd, be, I'd appreciate that. That'd be great. Or C2E2. Or C2E2. That's uh, April. April. There's going to be a big-ass comic book convention at, at McCormick Place. And I'm going to be looking to see how many black, more Black Panthers than Deadpool, and I'll be thrilled. More than Blade. 
Because for years, Blade was the, that's, when you were black, that's what you dressed up. No, literally, I'm thinking, I'm including white people dressed as Black Panther. Yes, that's yeah. the thing. Like, but if white, you were black, no, white people don't dress as Blade. No. Yeah. No, they do not. Right. Um, but if you were black, you, there was a Blade thing, there was a couple other things, and then the whole costume, right. where you, no one could tell who you were anyway. Right, right, right. Um, but yes, if the question, now see, the, but I, I have a feeling that in the coming months, we're going to get a lot of questions. We're going to get a lot of, is this okay, kind of things. And we're going to get people who aren't going to ask if this is okay and do dumb shit. Is, is it okay to do what? Wear Black like, Panther costumes? Not, not even just Black Panther costumes, but, you know, someone wants to build the door of Melange. Like, you know, Becky's going to shave her head. <laughs> oh, I see. Okay. And wear the rings. Right, okay. Okay. Um, I got you. Um, I can't wait. Okay. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's, that's going to get you disinvited from the picnic. But... But like, <laughs> you can't go to the cookout. We should, Becky. Don't do it. Don't don't shave your head. Put the rings around your neck. No, no, no. See, the culture's not a costume, right? That's the difference. It is. It's culture's not costume. And and the trick with the Dora Milaje is they're wearing what appears to be clothing that are specifically made to facilitate combat and protection, right? So they have things that like you know flowy robes and shit or, or gowns and things yeah. that capture weapons. Right, they are wearing armor on their bodies where you're not expecting it to be armor, right? But they're armor. But they are also still wearing clothing, and clothing is not culture is not costume. So yeah, maybe maybe not that, but boy, is it gonna. You're right. So, someone's happened. going to the prom. It's coming. Someone's going to the prom. It's probably, uh, okay, Florida, Georgia, or Texas. Where's it gonna happen? Texas. Oh man, okay, I got Georgia. Okay, I got Texas. I got Georgia. I wanted to say Florida, but Florida's gonna clown in general. Yeah, they're gonna stay. That's clown. that's almost like a sucker right. band. Right, That's yeah, a suck up bit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Florida acting stupid is a suck up. All right. So when it happens, he says Texas, I say Georgia. Right. Somebody's going to come with some shit that's going to be, no, baby, this, no. Right. No. You right. clearly, no one told you right. not to do this. But you did it anyway because you're not used to people telling you no either. Right. So there's that. Um, so, yeah, somebody's going to be trying to be Dora Milaje. I mean, that, that's going to be a lot of C2E2. That's going to be a lot of that. Fine. Um, you know. Nobody's, you know, somebody might, you know, some big buff white dude may be, try to be impossible. And give you the gorilla grunt slash bark. But it's so good. <laughs> <laughs> that may happen. So, I mean, yes, it goes to that costume, but then if people are seeing you as an equal, if people are going representation and going, you know what? Right. I like that. That's cool. That's important. That's. That's who I want to be for three hours, hanging out with my friends or buying comic books. Right. Fine. But we're going to get to that point where there's going to be these questions of, is this okay? And the always, it's better to ask forgiveness right. than, than ask permission. Right. All right. Can't wait. We'll see. We'll see. That should be fun. It's going to be some shit. It's going to be some shit. It's going to be some shit. So, in summary, the movie's awesome. Go see that shit. But if we talk to you and you listen to this, you've seen it already because otherwise you wouldn't listen to all the spoilers. Right. Oh, well. Spoiler alert. We're going to talk about Black Panther for an hour. <laughs> if you didn't get that. Um, uh, movie was great. Um... We'll see where else it goes. Yeah. There's going to be a sequel, apparently. They're like, yo, this is 
Hollywood will be stereotypical and bigoted and racist as shit, but when something brings in but money. But you got a Black Panther movie, so now go get more money. More money. Well, like Hollywood, Hollywood spiting its, cutting off his nose to spite his face, right? When it comes to making money, tends to be a thing that like you want not to happen. Come on, B. Y'all got paper out there now, right? Someone is trying to give you money. You don't want this money? Why? Because your most popular character is now Black Panther? Literally? Okay, right. Robert Downey Jr. right now is trying to figure out how to get into Black Panther sequel. You know? How can I be down? <laughs> I can, how can Iron Man come in? Right. <clears throat> Look, I'll, I'll bring DJ quick. He's in an Iron Man movie. DJ Quick's in Iron yeah, Man. Yeah, you don't, you don't remember that? DJ Quick was like the DJ at one of his parties and shit. Are you confusing rappers again? Nah, DJ Quick. Okay. Do you remember there's a scene? I remember the scene, yes. DJ what, Quick. Who Was it not DJ Quick? Jam Master J's dead. It wasn't him. There's more than two DJs. One premiere? No, it wasn't premiere. That would have been really cool. That would have been really cool. That would have been a deep cut. All right, I'm going to look this up, y'all. All right. Hey, let's sign us off. All right, ladies and gentlemen, this has been episode 24A of Stakes is High, the Black Nerd Podcast. Episode 24, Wakanda Forever. I've been Troy Hunter, that's all black guy. I'm your man, Doc Mendez. Holla at your people, man. Peace. Right. Just walk up to random ass people. And just give them the Wakanda right. salute. Hell yeah. I'm with it. <laughs> Let's do it.